January 7th, 2013. Episode 2. Gun Control. Liberals and Obamacare. Welcome. Hopefully welcome back. If you're fed up with liberals, dirty politicians, bankers, Ponzi schemes, and Big Brother invading your privacy, you're always welcome here. I'd like to start each video off with any corrections or retractions, because it's necessary that we make sure that we have the facts. In my previous statement, I addressed the federal debt in billions, when it is actually trillions. Moving on, you're going to notice we're now podcast on iTunes. We've also got a Facebook and a Twitter page that are connected to our homepage at mad-yet.blogspot.com. I'm going to get my message out to as many people as humanly possible. And there's not a goddamn thing you liberals can do about it. Now let's move along and hear what I've got to say in my new article. Gun Control, Liberals, and Obamacare. I would like to open this entry with a few words of thanks. I was unsure what, or if, I would get any response to my inaugural post. But I felt it necessary to post it anyways. The response was overwhelmingly positive. If you feel as I do about some of the social issues in America and the world today, then you are in good company, as you can let my voice ring in the back of your head every time you see some pathetic, lethargic, apathetic, greedy, malevolent, and or unapologetic politician, banker, family member, workmate, or even your neighbor behaving in an unjust or unfair manner. Let my words reverberate over and over in your skull, like a cathedral bell going off at high noon, until they notice your demeanor and are forced to ask, Are you mad? This week we see more. Yes, more gun control bills coming out. It seems the liberals simply keep throwing cow patties at the barn, hoping one will stick. The liberal advance upon us is simple. Don't throw one rock when you can throw a handful. Their scattergun tactics work over time because they wear you down. And they know it. They lose on one front, then attack on two more. This needs to be addressed, and head on. To top it all off, the noose is tightening for those in financial troubles. They are about to restrict your internet usage according to bandwidth, and if that doesn't wake up some online gamers, I don't know what will. They are removing your ability to get news and information, unless you go to the free sources, mainstream media, because most online news agencies are moving to a pay-to-view model. They know you are stressed financially, and they are using that to push their propaganda upon you, your family, and your friends, because you have no other option. They are parasites, malevolent and calculated, with sinister intentions. With that all being said, did you notice your check this week? If not, go take a look at your paycheck stubs you have laying around. Compare it to this week's. Did you enjoy that secret $63 tax you just paid? The fiscal cliff charade was mere theater to keep you off balance and looking the other direction, while they built the paradigm they desired. The liberals are slowly bleeding your financial future away and pushing collectivism down your throat, silently, slowly, and methodically, like a snake slithering up on your ankle before it bites. Your tax dollars 
are paying off the bonds that other countries are investing in our economic circus. They are guaranteed returns. And when we as a nation can't come up with these guaranteed returns, these unruly politicians sit behind closed doors and play darts, deciding which taxes to impose on you. They decide who will play good cop and bad cop on C-SPAN so you get the necessary drama to fool you into going back to sleep, thinking that your representatives are actually working for you. Get this straight. You are human resources to these bastards. These parasites think you are cattle, and you prove them right every time you vote them back into office. So you've listened to everything that I've said, and you still aren't convinced? That's fine. That's probably because you still have a job, and you're one of the lucky ones that still get 40 hours a week. The majority of U.S. businesses are tweaking their employment models to put full-time workers down to part-time as much as possible to avoid paying health care costs. This means for Americans, the 40-hour work week is a thing of the past. Two 20- to 25-hour jobs will be the new norm. Think about it for a moment. Your parents and grandparents told stories of living at work or putting in 60 hours or more a week. This was the land of plenty to them. Now, machines have replaced workers. Pay has decreased. And now, because of collectivist philosophies that have infested our nation, your children will have to work two to three jobs just to survive. Also, the corporations can save some money by not paying any more overtime. And because the government now foots the bill for health care, using the sweat from your labor and increasing your taxes. Sounds fun, right? Am I getting through to you yet? Now, let's talk to any business owners out there. I know someone out there listening to my voice either owns a business or is a partner in one. Have you told the sheep you call employees just how scared you are that you may have to close your doors? Have you told them how you are merely keeping the doors open because of some strange, unique emotional attachment to them and the families that you know need to eat when everything your CPAs and tax attorneys are telling you says abandon ship? Are you biting your nails every day you come into your business, praying your employees don't call the feds and say that they can't afford health care because it initiates an investigation and a $2,000 penalty per employee on your business? Do you tell the applicants looking for work you can't hire them because they have a higher chance of being subsidized for health care, which puts more financial stress on your business and quickens the pace at which you will have to shut your doors? No, you haven't. You can't, because you're too nice to tell them the truth, because of the political correctness that liberals have indoctrinated upon the culture surrounding you. There are even rumors of packages delivered to doctors from the federal government since the beginning of the year that have little black devices in them. Devices that your doctor will have to put a code into to verify your treatment options with some bureaucrat to make sure you get what the government prescribes and not necessarily what is best for you. This bureaucrat may be younger than your own doctor in many cases, with much, much less experience. Can you say oversight? How about accountability? Did you know about a $5,000 fine if your doctor disagrees with the device's response? If this is true, this means if you or your loved ones are in surgery, you may have to wait on the operating table while your doctor waits for some bureaucrat to get back to them or else they face huge fines from the federal government 
and possibly lawsuits for merely doing what they were trained to do and are more likely better qualified to do in most cases. Your doctor knows what is right and what is in your best interest or else they wouldn't be a doctor. Obamacare is the definition of fascism and it just keeps sounding better and better, doesn't it? Here are a few more points to chew on. 1. No neurosurgery on anyone 70 or older, only comfort care. This means the government lets you suffer until you die. 2. Dr. David Janda, an orthopedist, calls it fascist, pointing out patient care rationing, calling it unethical and inhumane. 3. Obamacare is forcing Christian organizations to provide access to abortion. This directly conflicts with the freedom of religion. Imagine if we forced Muslims to eat pork because it was mandated by the state. You would have a revolution overnight. But it's okay to force Christians to support abortion? Explain how this isn't as hypocritical as the politicians that tell you you must turn in your guns, but they get to keep theirs. If you think I am talking down to you, I am not. I am merely a wake-up call. I am the voice in the back of your head that echoes something isn't right. You know it, but you were never able to put the pieces together and see the puzzle for what it truly is. Communism. So what's the end game here? Simple. The liberals want to enact the Communist Manifesto teaching and edicts full force. They want to strip you of any semblance of humanity and make you solely dependent on the state at all costs. This is what they call order. Your liberty, your freedoms, and your dignity is at risk. And if you don't believe it by now, well, I nor anyone else can help you. They have broken down your country's moral compass. They have socialized its politics, its government, and now its health care. And now with presidential edicts, you are mere steps away from going over the cliff's edge to full-blown communism. Some say we are already there, and they make convincing arguments to that point in my personal opinion. In closing, I want to add one more point to shine a light on the similarities on what is currently happening in America versus what happened in Nazi Germany. We are now seeing gun owners being targeted as evil because of the actions of some evil little man. The Journal News openly publicized gun owners' names and addresses in some lame attempt at fear-mongering and harassing ethical, responsible gun owners into turning their guns in with some bandwagon tactic. This directly agitated gun owners, which was their goal, and painted a bullseye on their homes and families, putting them in harm's way. It told thieves where high-dollar value items were. This is dangerous, unscrupulous, and criminal in my eyes. The editor-in-chief of that newspaper should face criminal charges for recklessly putting those families' safety and general welfare at risk. The end goal here was to shame gun owners out of guns or demonize gun owners and make them somehow less than human in the eyes of the general public. It's the tactic of a selfish, greedy, and petty organization who is putting their own agenda ahead of the safety and welfare of the general public. The bastards need to be held accountable even if it means public mobs if they can't convince the local sheriff to get off his ass and do something for a change. The same types of things happened in Germany in 1933 
when Hitler began his campaign to target Jews with Nazi boycotts of Jewish businesses. This put families, businesses, and economies in dire trouble. This tactic was used to incite riotous and unscrupulous actions against Jews for years to come. This is exactly the same tactic being used to agitate the American public against gun owners and gun rights right now. I want to end this by prefacing points from my next article by stating how personal finance is the key to getting and staying free. Until you get your finances under control, you are merely a slave. You need to learn to live beneath your means. Learn that debt equals slavery, and until you break those chains, you will have less and less chance to help anyone else around you. Here's a little quote you might have heard before. The borrower is servant to the lender. Solomon, Proverbs 22.7 These liberals are nothing more than termites that singularly can't do any real harm, but all the while multiplying and infesting your infrastructure, your schools, your politics, your businesses, and your entire culture. Before long, your home is beyond repair because the roof is about to collapse in on itself because the entire frame has been destroyed from the inside out. See these insects for what they are. Shine the light on their agenda and say no, because if you don't, your children won't know how because you didn't show them what it was to be free men and women. Spend the next few days reviewing your personal finances, and then you'll be ready for what I have to say next. Once again, I would like to thank the SGT Report for spotlighting my article this weekend. Without their help, I probably wouldn't have reached as many as I have. I'll end this by saying that I'm no social media guru. I'm just a guy with a microphone. I could be your cook. I could be your waiter. I could be your landscaper. Hell, look around. I might even be in the car next to you. If you're a politician and you can hear my voice, you better listen real close. The Bill of Rights was given to us by a divine power. It was not given to us by the state. We gave the state power, and we will take it away. I'm going to end this video now with a simple quote from a simple man. No man's life, liberty, or property are safe while the legislature is in session. Mark Twain <laughs>